Welcome in, everybody, to the West Side Sports Podcast. It is July 21st, 2023. As always, I am your host, Dakota Esri. Welcome in to today's podcast. First off, a lot of people haven't heard my voice in a while. I have taken a bit of a hiatus from podcasting. I needed to like kind of look myself in the mirror on what some of my goals were and if I wanted to achieve them and obtain. We'll get more into that later. But first off, I just wanted to thank everybody for taking the time out of their busy days to listen to this podcast. I genuinely appreciate it. Today's podcast, it's, I don't know, this is, might be one of the weirdest podcasts I've ever done, but just follow me with this, please. This podcast today, I do not know how long this is going to go. It's going to be nothing but the state of our current Seattle Mariners right now. Um, It's been one of the most frustrating seasons okay sorry we're I'm having some technical difficulties but we're gonna try and power our way through it um I don't know again sorry for having to re repeat myself here on the podcast um I don't know what how far this podcast is going to go today. Uh, it's going to be nothing but the Mariners because there's just been so much that's been going on and we're going to dive right into it. Um, look, this season has been incredibly painful on so many different levels, not only because of the play on the field, and I'll get into that and what I've seen and what I've been looking at and kind of, I've been trying to watch a game that I've, I've know for, I think I know pretty damn well in a different way so I can learn different things about the game so I could spruce up this podcast and really spruce up just my sports viewing experience in general. So the Mariners have been bad. Everybody knows that this team has not been able to hit the baseball worth a single broadside of a barn. If it was 50 damn yards long, they wouldn't be able to touch it. Um, We've seen... Up and down roller coasters, win two, lose two, win two, lose three, win three, lose four. It's been like one step forward, two steps back kind of a season, right? For anybody that's watching any of these games, I am not trying to be dull. I'm not trying to repeat something that you've heard from Mike Salk or Brock Heward or Mike's or uh, any, just anybody on 710, also all on Locked On Mariners. So, I mean, the story about this team isn't the fact that we are what we are. It's how did we get here, right? We had an offseason that I was incredibly crucial and critical, and I questioned so many things about what this organization was doing, right? Why was the direction the way it was? Why are we choosing to ride the coattails of, I do not like to use the term washed, even though it's a popular term, just players that, quite frankly, are not major league quality players right now. Look at what A.J. Pollock has brought us. Nothing. Look at what Colt Wong has brought us. Nothing. And the more we look at this situation, right, the more that we evaluate the play on the field and the overall, you know, it's like the the saying that a mean is as good as the sum of its parts, right? I think I, ha- I, I said that right. 
This team is what they show on the field. It's a 500 team, ladies and gentlemen, obviously, right? Again, I'm doing my best to not trying to be redundant or be repetitive of what somebody else has said before me. This this team is just such a fun overall core, right? And that's a weird thing to say. How can you say that a team is fun when they're not good? Well, that's a that's a very fair question. It is. So, when you have players like obviously Julio Rodriguez, uh, your quote superstar of the team, and we'll get into that too. But the facts speak for themselves about what this team is and what it isn't, right? Julio has struggled. Um, the pitching has been great. Jared Kellenick, God bless you. I'm He's going to be probably the thing that I end this podcast with today. I want to do a little bit of a dive, and I want to open some doors, and I want to kind of introduce an idea that a lot of fans should probably consider versus the current tactics they're doing versus Jared Kellenick. So... A lot of people question about Scott's service. They question about management. Again, apologies if this is a scatterbrain thing. I'm going off of what my brain has processed so far to this point in time, right? Scott service has made some choices. One of them being for me personally, uh, Logan Gilbert, when he pulled him, I believe it was against the Tigers. And he was pitching like seven innings of no hit run, no hit ball. He walked somebody. The pitch count got to like 95. He pulled them early. Uh, end up losing that game. Blah, blah, blah. What's done is done. You can question Scott. It's fair. Should Scott be, should there be a change of, you know, a change of the guard? No. No, it's not Scott's fault that the players are unable to perform on a consistent daily basis. That is their job, right? Also, um, this is a side note here real quick. And again, apologies for this kind of being scatterbrained. But this is going to answer a lot of questions that I've had from some people. That I have returned back to work. I haven't been, I had not been last, uh, you know, four or five plus six episodes, maybe a week, depending upon content. Uh, I don't have as much free time. So I'm trying to dedicate things to, or trying to refigure out my, my schedule, excuse me. And now that I'm kind of getting a routine based, I can get you guys more quality content. I'm going to be doing a weekly summary, I think is what I'm going to be doing in general. Just for people to look forward to when it comes to Mariners. Day-to-day things are cool and great. Obviously, when we get to to, to trade deadline, I will be a hawk on that like I always am. But going back to the conversation of Scott and Jerry and should there be changes and management and blah, 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 right? So... It's not Scott's fault, obviously, like that the players haven't been able to perform. To a quote, and I really am tired of the saying, but it's a good expression. To the back of their baseball card, right? As my dad says, uh, him and I were talking about this yesterday. We were just talking about. He goes, he goes, son, well, how, what, what are the Mariners like? You know, we were talking about the Mariners. We were talking about Jared Kelnick and the foot injury, and I said, Dad, the. Pitching has been phenomenal, but you can't hit the baseball. And Tad said, well, son, you can't win the game if you don't hit the baseball. And I know it's so generic and it's so like, you know, the movie, the rookie and stuff like that. It's so cheesy, but it's, it's the truth. 
It's the truth, ladies and gentlemen. You can't win a baseball game if you can't hit the baseball. And there's only a certain amount of players on our team right now that have been able and, quite frankly, capable of hitting the baseball on a consistent basis, right? J.P. Crawford, God bless you, J.P. Crawford. Your defense has been so much better this year. You have been a menace, an absolutely beautiful defensive technician, right? Uh, you know, and there's, I talked about Julio and it's up and down and it's stardom and is it there too much thing? And for the people, just, I just want to just put this out there, right? For all the people, all you idiots, and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to like call people names and it's not nice, but this, this is a good reason for this. Who are saying that him having, or him with his new girl, lady friend that plays for uh, the lacrosse team, I believe in town, or it's a soccer, excuse me. Um, and you blame his struggles on the fact that he's in a relationship with another professional athlete. Get a grip, man. He's 22 years old. He is a superstar of the Major League Baseball Association. If he wants to have a freaking girlfriend, let him have one. Quit your complaining. If you want to complain about something, complain about Colt Wong. If you're talking about complaining about Colt Wong, talk about A.J. Pollock. There's things to complain about, right? But don't pin it on some 22-year-old kid. Yeah, he got paid all the money. He's still a kid who just got a new girlfriend and figuring his life out. I can imagine me 22 years old having all that money and responsibility and I'm being pulled in 30 different directions every week. Give me a little grace. A little, a little professional courtesy, maybe, right? And that's just me. Like, you know, are they, is this, again, is this team good right now? Hell no. No, they're bad. They're not, they're not a good team. They are okay. Literally the walking definition, Webster's Dictionary definition of mediocre. Seattle Mariners. So that's kind of my opening little chit chat here about what I've seen and things I'm looking at and blah, blah, blah. Right. So again, for those of you who are listening to this, I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. It means a lot to me. Uh, getting back on the mic is something that I've been looking forward to, but it just needed to take some time to just take some me time and reset mentally and prepare for what, for what, what was coming. And then once I was good to go, here I am back for you guys. But we get back to the conversation of our Mariners, right? 500 baseball team. We talked about Julio. We talked about the pitching. The conversation I want, and I think we're going to go for probably just under 20 minutes today. So this is going to be a little bit shorter, but it's for a good reason here. I want to finish today's podcast in this recording talking about Jared Kelnick's incident. I have seen a lot. Twitter has been obviously incredibly active and um, I would say toxic, but toxic doesn't even cover it anymore. Part of my friends, people are just assholes on, on Twitter for the most part. Mariners fans in general, there's a large demographic of them. If you know who you are, you know who you are. I ain't going I'm not calling people's names. I ain't trying to bring attention to that to, in that way to, to to my podcast. 
but people are jerks, right? Somebody telling Taylor Saucedo, right, that he should put a gun in his mouth and pull the trigger. For those of you who do not know, that happened this year on Instagram. It blew up on Twitter. Uh, if you're trying to get more information on not specifically topics and conversations just about players being threatened, or, but just like the inside scoop, again, highly recommend Locked On Mariners. These guys do a great job. Ty Dan Gonzalez and Colby Patnode. Um, just I look up to these guys. These guys do a great job, and I... Uh, they're really good about getting the inside knowledge and spreading it to our to their community, which I'm glad and proud to be a part of very quickly. So getting back to the conversation of Jared Koenig, was his actions deemed stupid? Yes. You kicked a water cooler and it broke your foot. A bone in your foot, excuse me. That's what we have been told. It is a fracture in his left foot, right? When you do an action or when you con condemn an action as being selfish, it has the intention upon of what you do it to be for yourself and for yourself only, right? That's not what happened here. A lot of people on Twitter have been talking about how this act and this behavior was selfish and after saying that, I sit here and I think to myself, you know, people, 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 Mariners fans, Emerald City faithful, God bless, love y'all, right? Except for the toxic ones, y'all can go rot in somewhere, place foul. Um, this is a time we're galvanizing our fan base, which is exactly or roughly, we've been told the, the timeline on what we maybe be able to expect with, with, with Kalanick. Obviously, when we get deeper into the, you know, I shouldn't say deeper, excuse me. When we get further into the week and when we get, you know, the days go on, we will find out more in, in information. And if you are looking for that information, you can find me at capital P-N-W-P. Rest, the rest of it is professor. Professor is uh, um, lower cat, uh, lowercase for a lot of people been asking, why is it it's so confusing to find you? Because my first three letters of my tag are capitalized. The rest isn't. There you go. Boom, boom, boom. Right. Um, Jerry Kelnick. This is the kind of stuff that I love to see out of players. And I know it's going to sound barbaric. Why would you love to see somebody get hurt? It's not the fact that he got hurt. It's the fact that he shows some actual integrity for this team. Some actual spine. And ex ex pardon my, you know, non-vulgar but not very clean way of saying this. Some nuts. Some actual balls. Like, this team has been soft as cheap Walmart. Like, one and a one-eighth ply, inch ply, like, toilet paper week soft is what this team is. So it's been all year. Pitching, pitches are hard out. Guys can't hit. Soft. Is it the pitching's fault? Hell no. Right? And But that team that's been struggling on offense, that's been with a a rising and a surprise in Jared Kelnick this year that none of us could really, you know, obviously anticipated because of his previous struggle. I have no 
problem whatsoever admitting the fact that I have talked my fair amount about Jared Kelnick and wanting him out of Seattle. I am on record on this podcast. I'll take it. I don't care because I was wrong. And I have no problem admitting that I was wrong. I did it months ago, and I'll do it again. Even with, like, even for the fact he had one good month and then sh- literally crapped the bed for two of them afterwards. Now, unfortunately, he used to look like he was starting to find his footing. Like, after San Francisco, things started to look good. We started getting some timing back on. Came back from the break, looked really good. Liked what we saw. Jared Kalanick, you struck out against Johan Duran, who threw 105 miles an hour, for God's sake. That's what, like, a lot of people like myself that watch a game, right? I, this is something that I kind of had to, I, when I get the view from behind the play is when I can appreciate this, right? I don't think a lot of people realize when you're trying to hit a baseball, it's 105 miles an hour with movement. You can't. Obviously, blink because the ball's gone. Jared Kelnick, you struck out against with the best closer in baseball. Buddy, we love you, Jared. The Emerald City faithful love Jared Kelnick because Jared Kelnick plays the game one way, and it's hard as hell, baby. That's why I love Jared Kelnick for his hustle, his integrity, like I said, and his spine. And for the fact that he lost his you-know-what. And he kicked that water cooler. It's okay to lose your damn mind, Jared. Just next time, please don't kick a water cooler. (laughs) Go touch, as Colby says, go touch some grass. Okay, y'all. That's going to be my little... I don't even know if you want to call this a podcast. I mean, technically it is because it's a part of my podcast. That's not trying to be overly vague there. But, again, I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who listens to this. Again, apologies for me being gone. I needed some time to take away from the mic. And quite frankly, it's pretty hard to will yourself to talk about a team that's played like hot trash. That's been sitting in like the Arizona sun for two months and it just stinks from like five miles away. All right, yeah, everybody. You guys, I hope everybody that listens to this has a fantastic weekend. Thank you so much for listening. God bless. I'll catch you guys next time. And as always, have a wonderful, beautiful day. And I'll catch you guys next time. Peace.